Hello. Hello. God, these windows are fighting me. <laughs> oh, under, under control. Under control. Like, there's a modifier key that I can hold, and now, good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. How is your riot corn? <laughs> How's my what? Oh, my your riot, riot corn. corn. <laughs> it's as high as an elephant's eye. What a wild. Well, this is we're in now. We're in. We're in. Riot corn. Riot corn. People forget. Just like, just like, keep moving and get out of the way. People forget the corn part of the riot. Well, of course, the feeling right now is, do I even dare guess what happens next? Oh, well, I mean, I can tell you one thing that's going to happen next. Hmm. More coronavirus cases. Oh, you COVID think maybe cases, a couple? Right? A couple? Because it's the it's the riot corn. I thought people forget about the corn. It's the and. You got to leave that get there. that and in there. Oh, see, I was going to yeah. say, um, yeah. I was going to guess that in the same way that we uh, haven't thought about COVID for a week, I guess. Um, it's thought about us. Mm, that's the thing about nature, right? It's, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't care. It doesn't yeah. care that you're. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, you know, like, I mean, there, people are doing what they have to do. Like, I, by all means, if you're going to, if you, if you're going to get it, this is the reason you get it not to go get a haircut or a slurpee. Oh boy, here right? we go. The, uh, I just saw that a guy um, plays for uh, an Oklahoma football team, a college football player, has it from going to a protest, he thinks. But, see, I was going to yeah, say, well, I was going to go well. darker. Um, maybe, if one can go darker right now, which was, uh, will it just be nuclear standoff? Finally, that'll be it. That's probably too easy of an end for us. You know, I think about it, I think about it constantly. I'm not going to talk about it because, like, I... Eh. No, of course. I've been thinking constantly about that. And that's right yeah. alongside. I'm sorry, John. We got to talk about something else. It's just, there's so it's many. It's kind of hard. It's Don't very you, difficult. Feel like it's kind of hard? Yes. I mean, but it's kind of hard to think about something else. And so, therefore, it's kind of hard to talk about something that is not the thing that you're constantly thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like the. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't even think about it. I mean, when I look at the look at those, the, these, these horrible images and it's like, great. What's a pretty much guaranteed way to make a lot of people cough on each other? Oh, I have an idea. Welcome to Lafayette Park. Yeah. You know? know. And and this, again, this is not to say that th no. this is not these people's fault. It's just part of the tragedy, right? They're being, a, oh, God, it's, it's, it's like on. And we haven't even gotten into hurricane and fire season. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, many people have made dark jokes about there being an earthquake at some point, but for some reason that lodged in my head like a few months ago, and I keep thinking about it. Yeah. Um the um yeah i i i don't i don't know it's um yes i'm having a drink yeah i don't, I don't have uh. many many original thoughts on this but I, I'm, i'll figure i'll share one one thing that has been is my what, mind virus intrusive thought whatever I don't, i'm not using the terms correctly so you can yell at me for uh, being clinically inaccurate this is how we're but, different I, I i i i just want to understand you i don't need to be right yeah okay uh -huh. yeah that thing that thing that it's been stuck in my mind that the, the oddity, and I haven't really seen anyone talk about this, although I think they will if any of the darker eventualities come to pass, which is like, th just think of how weird it would be setting aside all of this, just go back to like normal times. And I don't know, let's say pretend you're, uh, I don't know, the type of person who would do what I'm about to describe, I don't want to pigeonhole it. You're out there in public and some, you get some stranger like cuts you off or is being insulting to you and they're like screaming at you. They're cursing you out, right? Yeah. They're just, you know. Maybe them and a bunch of friends are just screaming at you for maybe they think you did something or uh, they just don't like you or it's an altercation after a sporting event. Who knows? But they're just screaming and yelling at you and they're cursing at you and they're saying the most vile things you can imagine, right? And you decide rather than walking away, 
you're going to go over there and yell at them. And then they're yelling at you. And then you grab a stick and start hitting them. And they're like, ah, ah, and, and you're hitting them and they're falling to the ground. And then you, because for self-defense purposes, you have like mace in your pocket and you take out the mace and you spray them like, man, screw you. And then you're spraying it with mace and they're yelling at you and they're on the ground. Right. Uh, and then your friends come over and they start doing it. And the people are yelling and screaming at you and you're hitting them with your sticks and you're spraying them with your mace. Right. Mm-hmm. How is that the experience that I just described? I don't think has ever happened to any person in the world ever because it, it, you know, it's like a normal person because that's not the way those things go down. If you're yelling and screaming at somebody and they're yelling and screaming at you and you go over and you start hitting them with a stick, what happens next? Um, I don't know what, I mean, they hit you oh, back, right? Mm-hmm. right? <laughs> they don't just take it and yell at you. Oh, stop hitting me with the stick. Oh, stop spraying me with that mace mm-hmm. and never lay a hand on you. And you can just, you can just hit them with the stick and they're screaming you and they're cursing at you but they will never touch you. When is that? Like that never happens. Like if you, there's an altercation. If you shove somebody, the guy shoves you back. If you throw a punch, they throw a punch back. Like it's called a fight, Mm -hmm. right? What, what situation has there ever been in anyone, normal person's life where they can hit you, push you, shove you, spray you with mace Mm -hmm. and you are, and the other person is pissed, right? And, but they won't, they won't touch you back. They won't do anything. They'll put their hands up to defend themselves like to try to cover their head and they'll cower on the ground and they'll try to run away and they'll crawl away and maybe you can get your friends to corral them and bring them back to you so you can hit them some more, but they won't touch you. Hmm. It's like the fascinating thing of like how we keep the cars from touching each other on the road. There's this magical force field that currently exists that I don't think is, you know, maybe it's not obvious to everyone involved, but like that a large portion of these people are super angry and will continue to be super angry while they are shot with rubber bullets, sprayed with mace, hit with sticks, but they don't do anything back. They just, it's not that they allow themselves to have it happen because they're super angry about being beat mm-hmm. up, but they will never, they will never do anything. And how, how weird must that be to be the, at the other end of that baton? To say, there are these herd of animals here that I can just hit as much as I want, full knowledge that they won't do anything back. And that's why I keep seeing the clips of these videos where people are just casually like, no, spray this guy with mace. This guy, I don't like his face. He's laying down on the ground. I'll spray him with mm-hmm. mace. I'm going to hit this guy. I'm going to shove that person. Yeah, the, the ant has no quarrel with the boot. Yeah. yeah. And they never do anything back. And, and on both sides of that, that's messed up. On, on the one side, the, the people perpetrating it, like, again, that never happens in real life. How strange must it be? How, how easy must it be to think that those people are separate from you in some important way? Because from the time we're little kids, if you shove a little kid, they shove you back and you get into a scrap about it. They don't yell and scream about you shoving them, but let you continue to shove them with impunity forever. Right. Right. On the other side of that, the people who are subject to it, whether they know or not why they're not doing it, we all know intellectually why they're not doing anything back. Right. But well, yeah, but that, they would, they would probably be killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, that magic. So one intellectual you know intellectually we can say that but like emotionally like everyone just does it because they know in their heart of hearts if i sneeze (laughs) there's a good chance that 20 people will come and just kill me right and the other thing is that magical fairy dust that keeps that keeps the rules of this weird game happening where you're allowed to push and shove and hit and mace and spray and shoot me 
and I'm never allowed to touch you. If that magical fairy dust ever runs out of this like unwritten rules of this game, that's the eventualities that no one wants to think about or talk about. But at a certain point, I mean, like you don't see this play out this way forever. This is not a game that can go on forever where the mm-hmm. rules are you can do what you want to me, but I can't do anything to you except for yell. I mean, there's ample precedence for either side of this getting a lot, lot worse. And I don't, I hate to see any of it, but I don't know. So I've been struggling to get get my brain around a whole bunch of different things. And like, you know, one of the things that's most difficult, admittedly from a remove, like watching TV, looking at photographs, one of the things that is absolutely most difficult is like, how did this all start? This started because a guy who, you know what, let's say it. Let's say that guy tried to pass, deliberately pass, a counterfeit $20 bill. Let's say he committed 100% dead to rights that he committed a felony by doing that. Okay, let's just, let's take that as red. That's, this is not how this works. You take that person to custody, you get him in the car. You don't, you don't put your knee onto their neck for almost nine mo- minutes while your buddies, you know, also use like scientifically proven methods for killing uh, an unarmed person. Um, and so then uh, to state the obvious, people are protesting that and saying that's, that's not okay. These guys have to be held to account for this. And then when you see people who are very peacefully out there saying this, this, is, this is not okay, it's just this image after image of what you're describing in some ways, which is the, I'm gonna come back to the cops in a minute, but whoever these people are, let's just say the law enforcement officials, um, you can just see them going and singling out a given person. Like walking up to, like the one that was going around today is like walking up to somebody who's a camera person and like jamming the camera into his face and then like punching the reporter, the woman reporter that's with him. Or, you know, the just case after case of like people just shooting fish in a barrel. Like those people on the side of that, uh, I guess like an embankment in Philadelphia. There's just, there's so many of these. And then, of course, yesterday, as we record this, it's June 2nd. And yesterday, Monday the 1st, was when there was that entire insane one hour in Washington, D.C., where I think some of the chips are still falling about exactly who caused what to happen to whom. But it, it, it appears, as far as we can tell, that somebody in this administration uh, approved and demanded like the gassing of a bunch of people so that the president could go be photographed in front of a church holding a Bible upside down. Apparently also, at least with, by t- with, with gas wafting through the frame. And still the, that insane scene of him being photographed and you can still hear all this, you know, all this banging and horror. It's just, it sounds like it's like a Hieronymus Bosch painting. And, um, but also then the stuff of like, uh, and again, I, I, I don't want to repeat this because I don't know how, how vetted all of this is, but the reports I'm hearing are that it was some, some combination of Barr, Trump, uh, or somebody else in the administration who is calling in military aircraft. My, my, my concern all along has been that it's going to be Obama's drones are going to come back and they're just going to start picking people up. That has been my secret concern this whole time. But all of that comes from people saying, you know, stop killing black people. Like, and then, you know, of course that became also understandably about larger social and economic injustice and all those kinds of things that we can all, that we all will love to see change. But, you know, it's, I'm always reminded of this thing that happened in California a few years ago. There was a protest at, I want to say one of the UC schools, but there was like a sit-in 
And it was like classic, like pretty well organized by the organizers. You know, protests were like, you're not going to get us out of here. Oh, I remember that. The guy with the orange spray thing, right? Walking directly up to people, walking up to people, not that much older than my kid. Yes, my daughter. Walking up to people and just point blank as they sat peacefully on the ground. Just casually. Just, and again, it's with that same, I don't know, Call of Duty, like I'm a, I'm a big fat man in my soldier suit, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to anonymously walk up. I can, I can drag you. I can crush you. You're just so, you're so lucky I don't and shoot you, have, you right and now. And the rules of the game are you can't you're not allowed back. to do anything. You can yell. Yeah. We'll allow the yelling, although it will make us just Yeah, I'm actually more, kind of into it. Do more yelling. That's good. I like yeah. that. Yeah, there's um, tons of videos I've seen of that. Like, there was a pretty good one. Uh, the best ones come when they don't know they're being filmed. Uh, there's a pretty good one where there was someone who was pressed at a gas station and the police roll up and oh my god, yes. they're just they're, they're just grabbing everybody. And they're, this is great because you have them sometimes in first person and third person. So this person had a first person one where they're like, I'm pressed, I'm pressed. He's got his press pass. He's holding up. I'm pressed, I'm pressed. They don't care, obviously, because they don't care. They come over. They, you know, he lays on the ground immediately. He lays, lays face down on the ground. Up, holding up his credentials. Right. And he's laying face down on the ground, holding up his credentials. And he's just laying there, right? The third person one shows us. They come up to him, impress, impress. They tell him to get down. He lays down on the ground. He's down, face down on the ground with his hands up, holding up his press credentials. He's laying there for a couple seconds. And the cops are just milling around. And the one on the walks over and just casually goes, he says, I'm pressed. And the, the one go, casually goes and sprays him in his face with mace while he lays face down on the ground. He'd been there for, for like mm-hmm. several seconds, like motionless, whatever. Just, just willful, willful. Or the, the woman who'd been handcuffed and was sitting on the ground and a cop just walked up and literally kicked her in the face. Yeah, because because you're that the rules of the game are whatever we do to you, you just have to take, uh, and you can't complain about it. And I, I thought of what I thought of something a scenario where it actually does happen. Obviously, it's minimizing to say this, but like if you have a jerky older sibling who is constantly punching you, and you're like yeah. the, the younger sibling, it's the similar situation where the the younger sibling knows like I've learned through experience that fighting back is not the right move here. So whatever the older sibling does to me, if he just punches me in the arm, I don't do anything back. I just go ow jerk but i don't actually do anything back and obviously that's not a healthy sibling relationship either right but mm-hmm. it's the only other scenario in regular life that i can imagine but that's more of a kids thing this is actual adults and people hurting. people who have been out have been nominally recruited trained outfitted to how did how did they how did they get this way they're not even maintaining that fiction anymore like it's well, hard to look even... at the image i just sent you i don't know if you saw this 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 was a photo that went up yesterday and this is a photo that's I just, I just kept staring at this because, like, I'm trying to look for some angle in this photo where I'm just missing what's happening. Uh, yeah, I think the thing most people are missing about this photo, not that to say that this is not representative of tons of terrible things that are happening, is that the person is looking past the other person. It right? looks if like he's actually it, to the guy's right or to his yeah, left. Yeah. yeah, which still doesn't really change the fact that, like, would you, you would know, you have? Here's the, like probably I'm going to say a five year old girl in a Batman costume on her presumably father's shoulders. And there's this Kevin from the office guy with some kind of, <laughs> I don't want to say gun. Bang, gun. Yeah. I probably don't know the right terminology. Like Actually it stands for Armalite. Mm-hmm. But I, I kept staring at this last night in, and just like trying to like, I, and this is where we pivot to the cop part because I'm trying to think like, what, what am I missing here? Like, what, what is it? What is it that this person gets up and does what they're doing it's nice to have a job. It's nice to get paid, have insurance, get a cool uniform. But like, what am I missing that I, I see in this photo that this person can't see that they're the baddie in this? And, and, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe it is a dishonest picture, but like. It's not dishonest. It's just, it's just slightly misleading. But the thing is like, it doesn't, they don't have to be named. Yeah, you can tell he's, he's, he's slightly fuzzy to indicate he's a little further away than 
then yeah, and the you angle. can see the eye line is going yeah. different. But that doesn't. Here's the thing that that, that forget about all that. Like yes, the, he's probably aiming past them. Doesn't really matter. The thing I think about is like I always think about my vision of cops as when when I was a kid. Like if you were playing, you know, in New York or whatever, if you were playing with fireworks in the park, and someone called the cops, the police officer would come and would you know either chase the kids out or if caught tell the kids you can't play with fireworks in the park you're gonna blow your fingers off and they're well they might they might well they might i mean like when we got caught with beer they would just make you pour out the beer and in that case they might say okay go go uh put this in the water fountain or whatever like yeah because because like little kids with fireworks which are illegal in new york and still are you could hurt yourself yeah and here they are indiscriminately firing flashbangs and spraying pepper spray into crowds of random mixed people. These are the same people that in my fantasy version of the youth that the cops would come and say, oh, don't play with those fireworks in the park. You might hurt yourself. But by the way, if you happen to be in the park in a crowd of people, we'll all uh, fire flashbangs into the middle of you. So we're concerned with your safety, but also not at all in any possible way. And we don't care if there are kids there and we don't care what could, mm-hmm. like, again, with this kid in this picture, it doesn't matter if anyone's aiming at the kid. We're concerned with your safety as cover for whatever it is we need to do to get our civic rocks off tonight. But I, I looked at that image and I, I did, I did post a screen grab of this, but I, for some reason, when I finally kind of shook myself out of it, I instantly saw who this guy was. At first I thought he looked like Kevin from Scrantonicity too. And then I thought, no, wait a minute, this is Roland Weary from the book I've read the most, <laughs> read another book, Slaughterhouse-Five. And do you remember that character in Slaughterhouse-Five? No, but I saw your passage that you posted about it. This is from the first chapter, I think it's from the first chapter of the book. It's basically when, uh, so Billy is a chaplain, Billy Pilgrim, the main character who is kind of a, a version of Kurt Vonnegut, kind of. Anyway, um, Billy Pilgrim is stuck behind enemy lines. It's 1945. Um, he's with a couple other guys. He's a chaplain's assistant. He doesn't have any decent clothes. Both sides are so worn down at this point. At this, you know, at this point, all that's left for the Germans is old, very, very old men and very young boys. And so, basically, this party of three is trying to, uh, or four, I guess, at the time, is trying to avoid being captured. And the guy that Billy ends up being kind of stuck with is this guy Roland Weary. And here's his description. And uh, for, forgive me, I'm going to use the word fat. Um, forgive me. Uh, Roland Weary was, was written in, I think, 1968. Roland Weary was only 18 was at the end of an unhappy childhood spent mostly in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He'd been unpopular in Pittsburgh. Uh, he'd been unpopular because he was stupid and fat and smell and mean and smelled like bacon no matter how much he washed. He was always being ditched in Pittsburgh by people who did not want him with them. It made Weary sick to be ditched. When Weary was ditched, he would find somebody who was even more unpopular than himself, and he would horse around with that person for a while, pretending to be friendly, and then he would find some pretext for beating the shit out of him. So like a couple pages later, he's, he's talking about how his family collects torture devices. He demands on showing Billy his uh, battle knife his father gave him with a triangular blade so the wound can't close. He's just, he's a basically, he's a tortured sadist um, who's, who's just, just a, a horrible person. And I, John, I'm struggling so hard setting aside the BMI. I'm trying to set aside looking at, at these people and just seeing nothing but Roland Weary, except they also get to be anonymous and they get to feel like they're like real pillars of the community because they're out there and they're the thin blue line and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, I don't think they deserve my struggling this much to understand their motivation. I just feel like if I can understand their motivation better, understand that why they do what they do, maybe that can help make the world a better place. If I can understand, we can talk more. And I, I just, I see somebody like this. I see somebody kicking that girl in the head and I'm just like, I, I, 
I admittedly, I'm like, I'm soft on the outside and the inside, right? I'm not a tough guy, but like, I just don't understand how this many people can show up and be this terrible and follow this many orders. And like, on top of it all, just be, are they just fundamentally psychopathic sadists? Like what, how could you do this? How could you go out and do this? I, I think I understand the situation, but it doesn't make me less, more ang- less angry about it. But like, first and foremost, there are definitely people on the police who are racist psychos, right? We know they're there. They absolutely exist. Right? Sometimes, sometimes running the place. But obviously not most of them, right? So how, so what's the deal? Like, it, we see all these things. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, people who are bad in there. It's, it's the institution. Like, that's what these protests are about. The protests aren't about like, hey, we want you to punish this one guy, although we do want you to punish this one guy and this other guy and this other guy and this other guy and all the other people who have committed murders who aren't in jail, right? Whatever. But in, as the institution, I think I've ranted about this on past rec diffs and I was trying to remember what episode it was. It was ages ago, but mm-hmm. you, had, the, you had a if, good cop rant the, a while the, back. In, the institution is built around the idea yeah, it's you like come the institution here, is built around getting your slave back for you. It's like, it's, well, no, I mean, like, just it, the modern police force is built around protecting yourself and the other people in the force and never, never rat on your friends, like they say in Goodfellas, right? It's just mm-hmm. like exactly the same thing of like, when well, the yeah, bad people do bad things, there is nothing that they can do that is bad enough for you to betray them. You must lie for them. You must let them do what they're going to do. You must protect them at all costs. The police union does that and all the police officers do it. And most of the police officers are not bad people, but they're in a bad organization. And you're asking them to basically say, you, police officer within this organization at the lowest ranks, push back against it, destroying your career and your livelihood by trying to do the right thing in an organization that will chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. Right. And so you're asking these people to from the inside, from the bottom, transform this org to be better. And instead, it's going the other direction where it's like, we are besieged. The world is against us. Yeah, this is this is the wrong time to soften up. The most important thing in, in our organization is to make sure that none of us are ever killed. Be- better to be judged by 12 than to be carried by six, mm-hmm. right? The most important thing in this organization is never rat on your friends and none of us can die. Right. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens. So shoot first, ask questions later. Which is which is which is a sentiment that as horrible as it is, uh, does make sense on a battlefield. Yeah, you can. But you can see how this evolves. Right. Because mm-hmm. they do have a dangerous job and they are potentially going to be killed. And you can see how it's like we don't want ourselves to be killed. So why don't we form an organization that the, the biggest rule is like keep each other alive. And, but yeah, to, have, you know, to have such superior, um, I don't want to say just firepower, but to have such superior to, to quote, uh, the attorney general, apparently, to dominate the streets. There is not even a chance that we could get hurt because we have such overwhelming force against these... uh, And it's not just the the equipment is obviously ridiculous and a lot of it is dress up or whatever, but, you know, and especially with all this non-lethal stuff, which is like, is is preferable to lethal things, right? But still, um, it's it's the organization. The, The idea is that we as an organization have shown that if you lay a finger on any of us, we will literally kill you. (laughs) right even if you don't lay a finger on us we might kill you right so like we like there is no hesitation there is you see it happen all the time this is the the one thing that the entire police force is trained to do that if any one of them like that's i post i retweeted a video of like the giant line of protesters versus the giant line of police and like one of the police officers tries to pull a protester's umbrella and the protester has the temerity to pull back on the umbrella that was it that's all it took which is basically i wanted to get your umbrella and you resisted so now it's on 
And over that altercation of please give me back my umbrella, tugging on the umbrella, that's that's all that happened. Because there, you can have a street level view of this altercation where you sit up close and you can also see it from an apartment window above. After that happened, the fellow police officers saw our will is being resisted. One of ours wanted that umbrella and didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Flashbang the whole mob, tear gas, mace, everything, everybody. Yeah, like God sort of out. And, and that was it. And mm-hmm. why? Because as an organism, as an organization, it's like, look, we can't let them push a single one of us. Because if they do, I guess the theory is that they'll, they'll be eaten alive by the zombie hordes, right? Like, right now, the police have no reason to believe that the crowd will overwhelm them and beat them to death. But <laughs> if this keeps up, that may be a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Right now, yeah. the rules are that they, that they will never do anything back. And if they touch a single one of us, that's it. And right now it's with non-lethal force. But again, the little girl in the picture, like getting maced in the face, having pepper spray in the face is not healthy. (laughs) It's not fun. It is, you know, like it's not like being shot, but getting shot. Put it this way. If I ask you, do you want to be shot in the forehead with a rubber bullet or do you want me to throw a water bottle at your forehead? You pick the water bottle every time. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to put mace in your face or do you want me to splash water on you? Again, you'll pick the mace like it's. It's just terrible. Like, and in terms of how it resolves, like the best case scenario is it resolves the same way it resolved every time this happens, which is that everyone just goes back to their corners. Well, best best in the case of de-escalating the violence, but not in the sense of. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm terms no, of know, in terms but of I mean, like, like loss everybody of life. in Minnesota saying, oh yeah, so would you have charged? Let's set aside a minute the three people who need to be need to have charges against them today. Would you have even? considered arresting that one guy if it weren't for the protests i'm not even talking about the effectiveness i'm saying like in terms of loss of life because this mm-hmm. can go very badly <laughs> very fast right as as people keep noting is this the first time i've heard people note this by the way public officials and newspapers do you hear them noting oh well, there's more there's more of them meaning citizens than there are of us meaning police officers right yeah yeah we all know that and you keep saying that. That's why they take so many of their plays from places like South Africa, where, you know, in, in South Africa, they were massively, overwhelmingly outnumbered. But it's just they were able to exercise such draconian. And, and also people don't want to die. Like, how far do you have to push people before yeah. they're willing to run into real bullets? Right. Mm-hmm. And we're not at that point and we, we haven't reached that point. But it's like if you keep banging up against it like this, how like. That's the worst way in terms of loss of human life that this can resolve. Again, just on that criteria alone, not yes. on effectiveness or anything. Mm-hmm. So, so, but the, the quote unquote best case scenario where everyone goes back to their corners, that's what always happens, right? The, the, in the past, what has happened is you have the protest, people do some things, a lot of people get hurt, and everyone goes back to the corners, firmly believing what they believed before, even more so. The people who are on the police side said, I can't believe those rioters are destroying our city. They need to be punished. They should all be killed, right? And on the other side, the people think, uh, the police are brutalistic and are, are you know, punishing us and they're terrible and, and need to be stopped. And no one changes their opinions and never becomes more entrenched until the next time that the police kill somebody for no reason. And then we come back together again and again and it just repeats. And at a certain point, I feel like something has to change because everything we've done so far has not been working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I, and the And the way this has typically resolved in American history has not been without considerable loss of life and even more violence. This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you by ExpressVPN. You can learn more about ExpressVPN right now by visiting expressvpn.com slash 
diffs. I think it's fair to say that we're all learning that we really need to be browsing the internet without the rest of the world knowing what we're doing. Am I right? Up high. And yeah, we know about incognito windows and whatnot, but did you know that even in incognito mode, turns out your online activity can still be traced? Gross. Doesn't matter where you get your internet from, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. Double gross. And that's why you need ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers, so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. Shh, shh, this is just for me. Blast my cash. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. I like to call them connected devices. So there's really no excuse for you not to be using it. Uh, it really is so important. I'm a huge believer in VPNs, and this one is a dawdle to set up and use. Uh, thumbs up for ExpressVPN. So protect your online activity today with VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Perhaps you've heard of them. You got to go over to expressvpn.com slash diffs, that's D-I-F-F-S, and you can get an extra three months for free on their one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash diffs to learn more. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. Hmm. <sighs> So I don't like it. And by the way, everyone's no. infecting each other at the same time on top of all of that, which again, I'm not blaming anyone no, for. No, it's no. just I a mean, fact. You can, yeah, for, for, just a you're fact. Not, first of all, you're not going to protect yourself from the people who are mad about whatever you said, but you don't need to do that for my sake. I, I, I totally hear what you mean. Yeah. I mean, like I'm, I'm glad this is getting the attention that's getting, and I applaud the people who are putting their health and lives on the line with this. And I support them, but like, Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm still stuck in last week, which is not to say I'm not feeling even more racked about what's happening in our cities, but it's just that, oh man, if this all blows over and goes great, can you even imagine where we're going to be? Let's say this all gets resolved. Let's go say they, they get every one of these dingalings and hold them to account. And there's like a fateful findings ending to this. Well, where are we going to be in a week from now? Even if all of this this horror show gets settled, we are still... No, it's not that we're not done with COVID. It's that COVID is not done with us. No. And like we're... who know, Look at how much time is flying by now that this administration has a bobble that it finds more interesting. They love to fight. You know, that guy loves a fight. Mm-hmm. His people love a fight. And they take they seem to take such relish in being able to say such horrible, horrible things. Where And that's them being on the offensive feels good to them. They, I think they do genuinely love this stuff. I think it is a death cult. Um, but where are we going to be in a week? Where are we going to be in two weeks? And, and so here's, I mean, there's a million things and we got to talk about something different. The, um, the thing that I can, another thing I cannot stop thinking about, there's so many things I can't stop thinking about. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my head. What is the thing that this administration wanted perhaps in practical terms and short-term outcomes? What are the, what have they focused on more than anything really in the last three to four weeks? We need to reopen the economy, whatever that means. We need to get back to work. We need to get back to normal. We need to do all of those things. Let's just, I mean, for the sake of argument, how is this going to affect that effort? When this is, when this is where, so we're at a place now where like, today was our kid's last day of school and we got her some presents and had a little party. Yay. Um, it was nice actually. But um, like yesterday when my wife had gone to a Target and it was, all, it was like all boarded up. Like, <laughs> like huh, how's that reopening going? Well, Really, we're moving in the other direction, which is that now, like, you know, 
we uh, we needed to stay open when it was just our employees who got sick. But now that it's our stuff that might get stolen, we need to really board things up. Do, do you follow me on this? Like, how are things going to be going with that reopening effort in the next month? I mean, that gets back to what you were just saying about the... He's working, about- he's working across purposes. He's he, he's so engaged with his own little, like, chew toy of getting to, like, f- have a make-believe, you know, rock'em, sock'em robot showdown with Joe Biden. He's so... he's He's got such a hard-on for that right now. Like, is he even realizing how much this is going to screw up? Not, not, I mean, you know, who cares who gets sick, right? But in terms of the reopening stuff, ah, we're so much further away than we were a week or two ago. And he's making it worse. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about that either. He just wants to be able to have someone to blame. Like this entire conflict fills right, right into it. It reminds me of the Reagan era. Like the, 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 the whole, the, the way these people ride to electoral success is by demonizing the other and make, making you blame all your stuff on the bad people and those, those rioters and those looters and those, we're not going to say the word, but black people. Mm-hmm. Like that's their whole worldview. That's their whole electoral like policies and about urban populations right? you're talking about which apparently someone told trump about recently even though he's been unconsciously doing it because if you're if you're a racist you're just a natural at it mm-hmm. um this plays into that perfectly <laughs> right it's a natural <laughs> yeah but if but if you but like you know practically speaking if he actually cared about like helping the, the economy recover aside from actually you know maybe fight the virus in some competent way whatsoever uh like the, the thing that you know the other thing that makes me angry about when seeing all these videos is like look Having a big police presence during massive demonstrations is actually a good idea because when you have that many people, it, it doesn't take you know too many to start like breaking windows and you know looting things or whatever opportunists who are there. The function of the police would be to protect people and property. You know that's like the, ostensibly their job. So if if someone goes and breaks the window of a store. The police should be on them in a second saying you can't actually do that because that's theft and breaking and entering and we will arrest you. And if people start fights, you break up the fights because you don't want people to get hurt. And if someone brings a gun to the rally and starts shooting in the air, you say don't do that and you arrest them because it's dangerous, right? Like there is actually a role for ostensible role for the actual police in large, quote unquote, peaceful protests, because anytime you have that huge rally, a group of people who are angry or excited about something, see after sporting events, there can be destruction of property. If you want the economy to do better, the police should stop people from destroying property. But I have not not seen any instance of the police stopping people from destroying property. Mostly you see them ignoring the destruction of property or staying away from that or waiting until it's over and then coming in. No, no, no. They'd rather stand there with their, with all their little toys pointed at the peaceful protesters. The people who are not doing that. Absolutely. Like you have a role, like you can protect the storefronts of the property and you, you You know, you don't become a bully in life by, uh, by picking fights with people who can beat your ass. But they, but they can't like they have no problem. Did you see the one of where like uh, people, these people were in front of their store. Uh, the, the poor folks who had like a, a store in, in a neighborhood and looters are trying to get into it and they're trying to stop them. Right. And it's just like these three, the store owners, th- three black store owners are there trying to stop this group of looters and the police drive by and they flag the police down. Oh, I did. I did see this. Yes. And they put them in handcuffs. These looters are trying to get into our store. The looters scatter. Mm-hmm. disappear as soon as the cops go and the cops come in and start handcuffing the owners of the store because obviously they're black. Um, and the, and the camera crew and everyone else that's there, right? Aside from like, like it's confusing. You don't know what's going on. People did try to explain. I'm sure it got sorted out. Uh, but the bottom line is like the looters ran, right? If the police were doing 
what you would want them to do, which is protecting people and property, yeah. they would be concentrating their efforts on any place where someone is trying to destroy property or hurt people, but they are not. Instead, they're trying to enforce an arbitrary curfew, which is like an excuse for a fight. It's like, I've got an idea. There's a bunch of people. We know logistically there's literally no way that they can get home in 30 minutes. Let's say there's a curfew in 30 minutes, and everybody you is here is, is breaking the law and we can tear gas them. That'll be mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the, it's the stupidest policy. If, 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 to get back to what you were saying, <sighs> if anyone actually cared about protecting uh-huh. anything having to do with the economy, what they're doing <sighs> makes no sense. But if you know what they're actually doing, it makes perfect sense, which is like, uh, we just want to, you know, intim- dominate the battle space, as they say. It's been a heck of a week to introduce my kid to Brazil. <sighs> Can we please talk about something else now? We can try. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm honestly. No, you know what? I'm sorry. That was ego assertive of me. If you no, want to keep I, making me sad before I no. go home and cheer for the graduates, yeah, thank you for rescheduling. No. Tonight's the night we cheer our graduates. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I have, look, I, this, I do a bunch of podcasts. This is the one where there is no set agenda. This is the only one where I have the. People are here because they like you, John. They listen to your other program because they like computers. They're here because they like you. Well, we'll see. Maybe they're all going to tell me. We that will. We will person. see. But here's, do the, that. here's the here's the point. I'm angry going. and I'm upset. And I just did a section of a podcast where I was angry Nuts. and upset. And when you're angry and upset, sometimes you say things in a way that sounds inflammatory. Look, I'm angry and I'm upset. No, what are you talking about? No, no, no. You have to understand. I'm I'm there with you. It's just that first of all, this is going to come out in a week. Who knows where this will be in a week? Yeah, but the other thing is, I'm just, this is all I've thought about. In the ashes since... of civilization, no one will listen to this. <laughs> Except for John's daughter, who's going to be forced to listen to all podcasts after. Oh, God. It just, I, uh, I, it's, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking the, I'm personally taking this for whatever reason so much harder than the virus stuff because that just seems, that's just like, it's a microorganism or what is, you know, vi- it's a virus, whatever. Like it's, it doesn't have intent. It doesn't, it doesn't have any more intent than a shark does. Right. And, and that made me sharks. angry about uh, the incompetence of our idiot government of not being able to do anything about it and that itself was angry and i'm like boy i'm angry i can't imagine being any more angry about that but surprise yeah talk about a monkey's paw it's like you know used to be that we'd have to sit around and listen to um our elected officials paying lip service you know the phrase we used to use in the south you know uh, butter wouldn't melt in your mouth they're just incredibly disingenuous dishonest misleading things that would people people would say in the interest of optics isn't it nice they don't have to do that anymore well that's what i was going to say is that um, that, that's why I call it the monkey's paw or at least one of the fingers is that, uh, well, you got it. We got somebody. Yeah, I, I hate it when people are so dishonest and made up those lies. It's like, well, the alternative is they're going to tell you what they really think and get away with it. Does that feel better? It doesn't. It doesn't feel great. All right. No, I'm, I'm stopping myself. I need to, I need to not just get wound up people. I'm sorry to, I apologize what? to everyone who didn't want to, did not want to hear me be angry and upset. I disagree. This I is, this is our show. They can they can always turn it off. This is your forum to talk about these things. I just yeah. I feel my sometimes I feel my shoulders moving up around my ears because I just I don't know what else to do. And in all of my my private anonymized channels with friends today, we've all just been like, so now where we are with this, at least on our side of the fences, now there are the people posting uh, solid black images. There are people who are mad about mad people about posting the, the solid <laughs> black images. There are the people um, shushing and shaming the people who are making fun of the people 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I mean, like, wow, we just can, we, cannot, we cannot wait to tear ourselves apart. Yeah, that's I mean, f- honestly, that that little sideshow has actually been a bit of a wry amusement because that's that's such a familiar thing. Like that's it's almost comforting in its familiarity of Internet things mm-hmm. going around. And it's such low stakes compared to like the reality of everything else that it's almost <laughs> like. Yeah, but it's like man, think of that phrase. It was the least I could do. This is literally the least <laughs> you could do. You you put up. You, did, you didn't even have to draw anything. Wrong, you just Merlin. you said you know fill fill with you know what was that uh, was that zero 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 is that right? Like just fill this all the way in, and then I'm going to put that up, and now uh, I'm done. But yes, I know. Hashtag American actually, greatness. Yeah, yes, they're going around in circles about the right way to do all the things. Because you know, I think really the thing is, if we could find some way, and listen, I'm not criticizing. You know, I don't criticize, but I feel like if we wanted to come up with a truly potent cocktail for change. If we wanted to become the uh, change we want to see in the world, I think you would take the um, the surgical specificity of making your icon green for Tehran, <laughs> anonymizing it to just be a single color, um, and then also making it about encouraging silence. Because that's the way we're going to make some changes if we all stay very quiet. Do you remember when Colton had the green icon for like six years? I do. I, I, I think Todd how, had that for a while too. I wonder how long he was going to keep I didn't, that. Gag I think he going. didn't know. I didn't. Maybe he didn't know how to change it. He forgot the no, password. No, he absolutely. Like at a, at a certain point, it became clear it was a. Well, gag. It's because we still haven't fixed Tehran. I know, and that's the joke he would make when people would complain to him about it. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, like ne- never underestimate our on the internet our collective ability to think the worst of everyone else's motivation. Well, this is right? why I still wear uh, Hager trousers every day because we still haven't impeached John Johnson. Yeah, that's a funny joke, John. That's yeah, actually that's several. It's kind of, it's not a I don't know if hat. anyone is old enough who listens mm. to our podcast to get that joke. Yeah. He has to have room for his balls. I'm not. Get, get, <laughs> be able to long pockets to put his, his, uh, his pen knife in there. They're always coming up and getting between his balls. Yeah. He, he recorded heard that, everything. I, I have heard that tape. It's very good. <laughs> oh, I, I, see, I say tape, and I immediately think of the last thing I heard before I came on here, which was a, a police scanner recording of some police saying, we can't get through whatever, we're blocked off. And then another police officer saying, just run them over. And another police officer saying, shoot the MFers. And then another police officer saying, keep that off the air. <laughs> New York's I keep, finest. I keep thinking of um, one of the early replacements records. Oh, God, what was the track? It's the first track on one of the sides. And uh, you just hear like this... Okay, as the Minneapolis police party's over, what did they want? You know, it's just like because mm-hmm. they, the, the <laughs> like the LAPD, I think that so that would be from 81, 82, probably. Um, I think like the LAPD, I think there's a pretty long tradition of uh screwed up policing. Oh, speaking of LAPD, here's one I'll try. I'm trying to escape this topic, I'm trying no, no, to go to the lighter, the, lighter, the lighter side of it. If you don't like what John, John's saying right now, you are banned from the show. There you go. Marlon says it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> for I don't know the the context of this, but I have like for some reason the like the police council commission, like important people involved in the police force. I'm assuming political or appointees. I forget yep. what they are. Los Angeles County Police, whatever. Decided, I guess on their <gasps> Is own. Is this the meeting? The Zoom meeting? Yeah. That oh someone, my God. someone. Decided, How did they keep going with that? Right. So they decided to do basically a big Zoom call oh, where God, there's like the six notes. or eight of the officials there, and they said something in the beginning, and then they say, "Now we'll take comments from the audience." I suppose this is the virtual equivalent of when they like stay in a town hall, and then people are in the audience, and they come up to the microphone, like in a Parks and Rec. There's a sign in Ramsey Park. Like in a parks, parks and Rec. <laughs> exactly. Right? exactly. It says right. not to drink the water, and I made sun tea, and now I have an infection. <laughs> 
And, and I guess, you know, this is the thing that these people do all the time in their regular jobs. But of course, in a regular job, nobody actually goes to those things except for the crazies from Park and Rec, right? You know, like there's yeah, no, yeah. right? But they did it online this time. And at a particular time when people are very angry with the people who are in charge of the police force in Los Angeles, right? And so they said, okay, come on to the Zoom call. And each of you gets like, I think it started off at two minutes and eventually went down to 60 seconds uh, to speak to the council. I don't know if the framing was that you're going to speak to the council and it'll be a dialogue. But by the mm-hmm. time I tuned in, what it was was a bunch of faces on the big Zoom call, a timer in the corner counting down from either one or two minutes, depending on what the time was, yeah. and a disembodied voice of a constituent who... As you see the faces of each person having to listen to this. Yeah, exactly that amount of time. And of course, the people come on, and they're just yelling at them, saying, you're a bunch of idiots, you're terrible people, demanding justice, all the things that Three we all... Three hours <laughs> and 59 minutes. No, it, was on, it was on hour six when I last looked at it. Oh, God, no. Hour six. Now, here's, oh. here's the thing that fascinated me about this, right? First of all, it's cathartic, and that's where everyone's passing it around to see, like, see individual constituents get to yell at these people, right? But the, the main thing I'm thinking is, like, why are you doing this to yourself? Like, no one is forcing you to do this meeting for six hours. It's clear that you are not engaged with the people who are saying anything. You're not enjoying it. You're bored out of your mind. People are rolling their eyes. People are smirking. I think people are nodding off. I wonder if some of them have replaced their image with like a loop of the video. Of the, like, they're not, it's not like they're doing it because we want to hear from our people. Like, do a speed, do a speed on them. <laughs> it's like, it's like detention. It's like someone assigned them to detention and say, you have to, imagine being forced, it's like being on a work, imagine a work Zoom call where all you do is get berated by other people for six hours. And that's what oh, they're- Oh no, like imagine, worse, John, imagine that you have to be on a Zoom call with your entire team and the biz dev guy and the people who have to use your software get to tell you how they feel about it. And every single one of them, like your software killed their whole family. Like yes, exactly. <laughs> every single one of them. And here's the thing about the other amazing things about it, right? So you have a minute or two minutes or whatever to speak with the big red, like seven, seven segment display countdown, yeah. the digital thing and the, and the thing. And when that timer runs out, you are cut off cold. People are like on the second to last word of a sentence, boom, the timer Ooh. hits zero. You get Merciless. cut off. So, so you could tell within a few hours, people were rehearsing while they waited. Oh, to boy. get their rant exactly in the time. And they do this like this amazing, prepa- obviously prepared rant and end with one second remaining and just be like out. And again, cathartic for us to all watch. Pointless because these terrible, corrupt idiots who are in charge of this entire thing are not paying attention, don't care what you have to say, aren't learning anything and yeah. are just getting angrier at you and are going to feel are going to dehumanize you even more in their mind is like, yeah, those people who yelled at me for six hours, screw them. Right. So I don't understand the point of it, but it was a funny because it involves technology and, and, and a, a bunch of uh, elected officials apparently being forced to think, do a thing they clearly weren't enjoying and be Cathartic for the people who get to watch it and get to yell at them, even if it is ultimately pointless. Uh-huh. Mm. That's a link we should put in the show notes. I already the did. Six, hours, six hours. Of, there's a couple of good clips. One guy had a pretty good one where he was actually calling them out. I'm like, you know, I don't see any reaction from any of you guys. That guy, anytime someone curses, he lights up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> i see you rolling your eyes and smirking it's like the guy again it's like the guy in the city council in parks and rec who has all the sex scandals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's some saucy cursing <laughs> this episode of reconcilable differences is brought to you in part by squarespace you can learn more about squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com diffs friends i have to implore you as i sit here today make your next move with squarespace because Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next big idea 
with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and oh, Jiminy Christmas, so much more. Now, what do you want to do? What do you want to make? You know what? The answer to, to all of it, uh, 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 whatever you want to make, you do it with Squarespace. It could be an online store, a portfolio, a blog, any kind of internet content, pretty much, you can put up on your Squarespace site, and many, many people too, including me. That's a feather in my cap. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform, lets you do whatever you need to do. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades are needed, never has been. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff because Squarespace has got your butt covered. That's right. Of course, they have their award-winning 24 by 7 customer support if you ever need any help. And they also let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And uh, all those award-winning templates, they're beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. They are responsive, so they look awesome on any device or Dingus, you've heard this song before, but I'm going to sing it again. Uh, I use Squarespace all the time, and I love it. I, every Monday morning, I upload the Roderick on the Line podcast to Squarespace, and that is our sole, exclusive, only ever provider, and uh, they get my official okie dokie. It's Squarespace. Ready for this? You ready? You, li- you listening? Squarespace plans start at just $12 per month. That's not enough money. But listen, you, as a listener to John Syracuse's podcast, can get a trial right now with no credit card required. All you got to do is go to squarespace.com slash diffs. That's D-I-F-F-S. And when you decide to sign up, use the offer code diffs. That's going to get you 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And it will show your direct support for John Syracuse. Now more than ever. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash diffs. Offer code diffs for 10% off your first purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. Um, you can find show notes for this episode at relay.fm slash rd. That's where you can find other episodes of our show. You can support the things we do here if you like that kind of thing. But it's important that we now talk about wall clocks. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, boy, this is, that's a hell of a, we're going to whiplash from that, from that transition. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk more about uh, no, no. rubber bullets should, or something? I'll do a little bit on clocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. I have to, I, it's, you know, one of those transfer cases where you have to like get out of the vehicle to change. <laughs> you got to like to shift out of a uh, full-time four wheel drive. You have to actually get out of the vehicle. Oh, you have to like fully, fully like stop the vehicle. And, yeah. And go out underneath and it then and then like do the switch it. or whatever. Yeah. I have yeah. to do that. So step All on right. out of your vehicle. <clears throat> John's going to be changing um, back to two wheel drive <sighs> and we're back. Yeah, you remember uh, the podcast where I complained about the minutia of home appliances? Uh, when I used to be Merlin Mann. Do you remember that? <laughs> you? 73 folders? You did that? God, I, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I will, you know, I will yeah. virtually hold your hand when you tell me about 73 folders, like, uh, you know, on your deathbed. And, and, and you for all the world hey, believe you remember that, that? You remember that time back? I, I, I used to have that, web, that website I did about the folders. Do you, do you remember when I had the website? And I'll say, I'll say yes, Merle. I You're warned right. you. I, I warned you. You did do, this to yourself. I do, I do remember 73. <laughs> we all remember 73 folders. Oh, that was such a good time. You remember Rudy Valley? He had that megaphone and he was, he was so good looking. Is, is he had the most beautiful hair. Yeah. Just th- think, can you picture your wife saying, say, yes, dear, 73 folders. Every day. We mm-hmm. remember. <laughs> all right uh clocks she like you she never never misses the opportunity to correct me on an entirely uh pointless thing i got wrong oh not not intentionally though oh she loves doing it she lives for it. i'll say oh man you know what's crazy I, you know what i saw was um who's that guy that we knew from pta was it uh rich 
Anyway, he's and she goes, "You mean Richie?" <laughs> oh, that's that's expert no, honey. Level. I don't know what I mean. I just wanted <laughs> to say that I saw someone nice, and they said to say hello, but thank you. Anyway, you two, you guys got me coming and going. You're tag teaming on me. I can't Throw wait to have her on the, the show. It's, it's going to be a hell of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what what's going on with walk locks? <laughs> You sure you don't want to talk about airline peanuts? Um, uh, what is the deal? Why don't they make the whole plane out of peanuts? I've got for since since I was a kid, I was accustomed to having an analog clock in a every prominent kitchen. place. In, every in kitchen, every kitchen, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's how in the house, like when I picture the house as kind of like an organism, the house has a clock in one position, and that's where it is. Like in reality. The clock that I, the house that I grew up in had clocks in many places. Usually with a cord trailing on, under it, yeah. like a tail. <laughs> on most people's bedside stands, there was a clock on the VCR. There's clocks in all sorts mm-hmm. of places. But if you picture the house, I just see one clock, and it is the clock in the house in the kitchen, and it is large and analog. Ours actually had a pendulum that went back and forth. Tick tock. Tick right? tock. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, and I am accustomed to being able to, when in the kitchen or near the kitchen or anywhere, to be able to glance at that to see what time it is. So when I got my own house, sure enough, I said, we're going to hang a clock in or near the kitchen, and it's going to be a big round analog clock. I don't really like the ticking, so I ditched that part. Yep. Um, and that's what I've been doing for low these many years. And I don't know when it happened. Sometime after the first maybe decade of home ownership, like the clock that I had died or stopped working, or maybe we just got a new one because we wanted a different look or something. I don't even remember. It's too long ago for me to remember. We got, but anyway, we got a clock and it hung there and doing its thing. And then eventually like it stopped and then I replaced the battery. And then like two days later it stopped again. I'm like, oh, I guess I replaced it with a dead battery. And then I replaced the battery again. And a day later it was stopped again. I'm like, was that battery dead too? This also is, has, a, by the way, has a tangent, which is where the hell is the battery tester? That battery tester I've seen thousands of times. Every time I see it, this is predates squirrel list. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, there's that battery <laughs> tester. Well, I don't need it now, but now that I found it, it's good that I know where it is because mm-hmm, when I do need mm-hmm, a battery mm-hmm, tester, I finally found it. from Kevin Kelly, 68 pieces of advice. If you find something, put it back to the first place that you look for it. Yeah. So anyway, I have no idea where the battery tester I still don't know where the battery It's in this house somewhere. Yeah. It's probably with the scissors and the scotch tape. And, and I could just buy another. Anyway. So eventually what I, I decided, I'm like, look, all these batteries aren't dead because they like a brand new pack of, pack of batteries. Like, it's, just, it's just a double A. I got a brand new double A out of a fresh package from the store. You know, this was years ago. And I put it in the clock and it was and it was it worked and then it would stop the next day. So I'm like, all right, this is apparently a, a failure mode of this clock, which is like you have it for a decade or so or, you know, I don't know. Any, I don't know how long I had. you have for a certain amount of time. And eventually the works get gummed up to the point where it drains the battery within you know hours or days all right that's that's the only thing i could determine like is a cheap clock mechanism you look in the back they all have the same kind of square looking black plastic thing with gears in it it's the same it's a very similar looking mechanism in all these clocks right so i threw out and got another clock i'm like well whatever like that just must have been a bummer and i got another clock and it would work for a year or two and then the same thing would happen it starts eating batteries it stops after a few minutes at first i think it's the batteries dying but then i realize it isn't I've gone through like five clocks like that. And eventually before coronavirus, I was like, enough, enough of this. I need to solve this clock situation. It's untenable. The worst thing is like you could you could get it going again if you just gave it a kick. Like if you took that battery out and put it back in or if you like spun the battery. Right. Or if you just 
sort of broken remade contact it would, it would a question do you think that could be partly because of like grease in the air or just just existential gunk right you're like you're thinking like oh uh, maybe i put electrical contact cleaner on there which i have some of for other purposes now right but but the contacts are fine like they're not gummed up they're like cleaning them like you think you, it the helps, battery but contacts or the inner workings the thing that touches the battery, the little metal, but the I'm, little what springy. I'm saying is, like, I know if we look on top of our cabinet, sorry, oh, really, oh, I know what you mean. Like, but inside like, the it could gears, be like cooking grease and like just like I say, existential gunk. It could be. Uh, mm-hmm. I did open up, spoiler for the end of this, I did open up one of okay, the mechanisms okay. that was like that, and it was clean as a whistle in there. Like, it's a sealed box. Hmm. I don't see how All anything right. can get in. And I looked at them and touched them, and they were not sticky, and there was no residue, and they just looked perfectly fine. But it's it's cheap. Like, it's a thing that costs like 10 cents to make, right? It's not, mm-hmm. it's very cheap plastic thing and so i said enough i'm gonna i'm just gonna buy a quote-unquote good clock like i'm not gonna uh these clocks that i keep getting based on just like oh well it's you know it's 16 on amazon and it's the right size and it's round let me just get that i was picking based on like did i like the numerals or did i like the little surround or whatever none of that instead all i care about is what does the back of this clock look like and if i see that same damn black clock mechanism thing i'm not buying it mm-hmm. like it's literally the same exact mechanism like a little box on the back from, from the standing the the locks but i'm sorry like like is it like a little like a, a box on the back yeah it's like i mean it's embedded in it you mm-hmm. if you've seen one of these you're like oh i've seen one of those before i can send you a link to like there it's like a rounded square it's like a little little okay. ios icon that's like three and a half inches by three and a half inches square and it's got a little uh dial on it a little textured dial that you turn to to set it right and then a little place for the double a battery along the bottom and then it pokes through and the hands attached to it right and you can buy those mechanisms separately. I'm like, well, why don't I just take this mechanism out and buy like the good fancy one of those mechanisms and put it in. But I, I did a search for like, what's the fancy one of these mechanisms? And all I could find was a million of the exact same looking mechanism. Maybe some of them are good ones and bad ones, but they all look the same to me. So I can't tell what's good or bad. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking on Amazon and literally every single clock has that same mechanism in it because oh, of geez. course it does like the yes, commodity world. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there are no good clocks. So then eventually you know, fairly recently within the coronavirus thing, I was like, I still, I, I took down the old clock. I disassembled it. I took out the mechanism. I looked at the gears. I checked the gunk. I, I sacrificed the clock, right? I looked into new mechanism, couldn't find it. Then I asked on Twitter and I said, back in, back in the lighter times when you can, you know, when we were just all fighting a uh, deadly virus, yeah, I could just say, anyone had a clock, a, a 10 inch ish round analog clock that they've had for more than five years that's, that doesn't eat batteries, Right that they like that's still going. Lots of people recommended the Ikea clock. There's a couple of Ikea clocks. And like, I've had this Ikea clock for 15 years and you can buy the same one. It's the whatever, Flute and Blogging, right? Flute and Blogging, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you can also try Glurk. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was the other one. And then, uh, but Ikea doesn't deliver this clock. Ikea has this amazingly frustrating website where you go to it, you add cart, and then you go to check out. Well, what's it has, nice is it's flat packed. So you have to assemble it yourself, but it fits into something. It's basically like when Steve unveiled the MacBook Air. It's just in an envelope, like an eighth of an inch thick. But you do have to make it yourself. That's Glurk. That's the Glurk difference. Oh, let me find. <laughs> I can find the actual name. Oh, Pug. Pug is one of them. Pug. P- you know, Critical is P- just Pug. P U G G. Isn't it? Aren't they only named after like rivers and cities? Or is oh, that? I think it's Civil War uh, battles. So I'm going to go through this thing because I didn't remember the exact, exact experience. So here we go. I'm going to add the shopping bag. Right, it's in my shopping bag, and then I go to my shopping bag, and okay. then I'm going to go continue to checkout. Uh, and then it says, how would you like to receive your order? 
add your zip code and see available delivery and pickup option options. So I add my zip code to the field. It says calculate delivery costs. This is step one. It's like a little one. It's the only thing that's grayed out. Uh-huh. And it says deliver to, and then my zip code. And then there's a box that says, Oh, P-U-G-G. Oh, that's classic looking. Yeah. It says like delivery and it has like deliver to whatever address. And then it says pickup at store and pickup at store has a box around it. Like it's a selected one. Uh-huh. And when you click on the deliver thing, nothing happens. I'm like, uh-huh. is it a browser compatibility issue? I tried every browser Ooh. I have on my computer. And it's like, pick up at store is the only thing that I can make highlighted. I can't make it deliver it to me. Okay. I don't know if it's because Ikea isn't delivering anymore. Continue to is check out. There's no Ikea near me. I'm sure it varies based on where you live and uh-huh. how close your Ikea is. Because we don't really have a very close Ikea to us. In fact, I've never been to the Ikea that's in my state. But anyway... I couldn't get through with the Ikea clock. So it was the, the two Ikea clocks were heavily recommended. I couldn't get them delivered. There's no way in hell I'm going to Ikea to pick up a clock because, you know, it's not I can a, get it in 10 days delivered to me if you want it. Not essential. But I did get a you couple it's other not essential. options. Yeah. Okay. This clock is not essential. But it's I not did, an emergency. I did, I did get a bunch of other options. So I ordered another clock. I ordered one that's two inches bigger than I wanted. It's a 12 inch instead of a 10. Hmm. Size queen. And the reason I ordered it is because it's one of those quote-unquote, atomic clock. So you're familiar with this? This is the one I was going to recommend and have you shoot down. The LaCrosse Technology WT3181PL INT 18-inch atomic outdoor clock with temperature and humidity home and kitchen. You want to look around the back of that one, please, if you have it on Amazon right now? Look at what does the back of it look oh, like. Oh, Jiminy, really? Oh, you, you, it's, you hate to see that. God, no, we it's love not, ours. Ours is not great. the same. Yeah, look at look at the back of it. Do you see the picture? It does not have the same black plastic box. This one has a. It's not an iOS icon. It's round. The one I was looking at, it has a different looking black plastic thing in the back. In fact, the one I was looking at yeah. has place for three batteries, not just one. It's very mm-hmm. different than the yeah. mechanism I see on the other ones. And when we say atomic clock, the way this is supposed to work, amazingly, is it does. That, it works. It works great. Is that there's apparently an AM radio broadcast signal that is broadcasting the time in some format uh, and that time is derived from an atomic clock somewhere in some naval observatory your clock that you buy and stick in your wall is not atomic thankfully but the clock that feeds that signal is atomic and Hmm. it sends am radio remember am radio amplitude modulation signal that seems a little dishonest john yeah well it sends that signal out, and in theory, this clock picks up that signal and sets itself to the right time so you don't have to set it back for daylight savings time. It does. It works. It's a great clock. It's such a good clock. Right. It's so good. So that's a theory. So hmm. I bought one of these lacrosse clocks, not the one you sent me, but a very similar one. Okay. Solely based on the fact that what's on the back of this clock is not the same that's what's on the back of all the other ones. And it's got, got it. three battery compartments, and I'm pretty sure it's not exactly the same mechanism in there. So... The clock came today. I put in one battery in it and the hand started spinning. I'm like, wow, it runs on one battery. Apparently the other two batteries are just to make it last longer or something. And the hands just start spinning. I'm like, wow, it must be trying to get that analog hmm. signal and it's going to find the time. And as I'm reading the manual, it says if the clock can't find a signal, the hands will go straight up to 12 and then you can set it manually. So that's what happened to mine. The hands went straight up to 12 and stopped. And so I set it manually with the little manual set button. They did say that if it eventually finds a signal, that will override whatever you set it to manually. And it also said, this is interesting to me, allow five nights for it to find the signal. Now, I know AM radio mm. is crappy, and it's affected by things like weather and cloud yeah. cover and all sorts well, of reasons. It just needs time to settle in and get unpacked. Right. But the fact is, I hung it on a wall. I set it manually, and I hung it on a wall. And I'm like, 
look, you're either going to find the signal from that position on the wall or you're not. And granted, weather can be a factor, so on and so forth. But I have a feeling that if you can't get a signal, like I took it all over my house trying to get a signal. If you can't get it now, once I hang you on that wall, you're never going to get this thing, which is fine with me. I don't want the atomic. I don't want the auto setting thing. I just want it to keep going. Well, it's also one of those things where you were like, I learned a long time ago, don't bend over backwards to make something work outside of the parameters in which you'll be using it, or it'll eventually drive you crazy. You know what I mean? Like if you have to make this, if you have to do some really acrobatic stuff to get this stuff to find a signal, it's not for you because that's not how you're going to use it. That's, right, that's how you're you going to do it during daylight savings time. Take exactly. it to the one room so in the it, house. Can you put it in notes? Um, it's already, it's already stated. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm trying to get it right 12 now. 12 inch. Is it the 12 inch WT three one two nine S? I'll just send it to you a message so you can keep all the clocks in the same place. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. There it is. Oh, interesting. And look at the back of that sucker. Three battery compartments, a rectangular hmm. thing See, instead of a I square thing. only has one battery. And how is it so big? My 18 inch clock. That's weird. Yeah, I don't understand the three battery thing. Like, again, it runs with one battery and the manual says oh, those I don't, are just... I don't like the typeface on these numbers. I Like, look, like I said, beggars can't mm. be choosers. I had to, to give up on the well, idea sure of can. A, getting a 10-inch, B, picking the numbers that I like, although I don't mind these numbers too much. But mm. look at the it's one, better look at the than the one below. It's, it's much better more than John numbers. looking. Look at the one below, the one I sent you, the 12-inch. Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't have, I don't like the big surround. I don't really have oh, room Oh, to the bezel? That. Yeah, it's too big. Yeah, too big. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the ones I really don't like are the ones with the numbers that are tilted. So, like the ten is at a forty-five degree angle, and the two is at a forty-five. Talk about the angle. California dial, the Marco likes. No, that's <laughs> the one with the uh, Roman numerals mixed with. Anyway, I still don't understand the California face. This is this it. is a long, pointless quote-unquote story that goes nowhere. All this it's not is, pointless. I care. All this is to say that I feel like clocks, like toasters, are another one of those things where, even though we can get. You know, like we said in the old hypercritical episode, worse and more diverse. diverse. You mm-hmm. can get a million kinds of clock and they're all super cheap, but it turns out they all suck in a fundamental way, which is they'd stop telling time shortly, like in a few years. That clock my parents had was there my entire life. Tick tock, tick tock. We had we one never... that was, I want to say, I want to say KitchenAid, but we had a sort of rectangular form factor clock. Like I say, in, in retrospect, I so clearly remember the white electric cord and John, this is back when they used to give you a good cord for things. Well, that, you're plugging that in. You don't even have any batteries to deal with there. Of course you are. But you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, our food saver that we use to suck up our bags for sous vide, mm-hmm. it's, I understand it's for safety reasons. It's for UL stuff probably. But the cord on our food saver is comical. It's like, it's, you know, can't spare a square. It's got to it's be like a foot, foot and a half long. Time was, you got an appliance, you get like a 12-foot 12, 12 cord on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two-prong only, of course. <laughs> Before grounding was invented. <laughs> well, you don't need that 110, 111, whatever it takes. Yeah, you don't need that at all. Yeah, so I unfortunately, I don't have an outlet near where this is, so yeah. corded ones run out and had to be battery-powered. But I don't know. Anyway, it's it's running now. Like, I'm on the honeymoon period. Like, for the first year, it'll probably be fine. But if it, God, I swear, if this thing dies, like, to give so I go what I'm looking like, at, just so we're clear here, WT3126B, this is the one you have installed in your home. Mm-hmm. Boy, those are big. Those are big serifs, John. Very big serifs. Inside that rectangle could be the exact same stupid square thing as before. I'm yeah. just hoping it's not. Uh, this is uh, we should we should call in uh, your friend uh, David underscore, underscore Smith on this. I feel like if you're going to do that fancy, notice here I said fancy, not fancy. Because <laughs> these are, yes. these numbers are fancy. If you're going to do hey. numbers that are that fancy, do you? Re- <laughs> Daisy doesn't like it. Do <laughs> Fonzie's getting angry. Do you really want a squared off arm on your clock like that? 
doesn't seem a little inorganic. Doesn't it feel like that wants to be yeah, more no, rounded? It's like missing serif and sans serif, but I, I mix serif and sans serif on my website. I'm so just saying, no, I'm no, 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 no. Hey, come on. Don't get that way with me. You can, there's a million ways you can mix serif and sans serif and some work better than others. I'm just saying, if you're going to have fancy numbers with the big serifs like this on the Michael serifs, I'm saying the arms, our arm, minute arm, I would not have them squared off on the end like that. I think it's a little unseemly. That's like a pretty girl with a bad haircut. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I think it's fine. I think it's perfectly legible. All I think right. it's fine. I think there are much, much more objectionable ones. You should get mine. You should get mine. Mine is mine has a very large bezel, but we've been very, very happy with it. Oh, I don't like that. And and like physically, I can't actually fit it. Like this 12 inch, there's like less than an inch on either side in the little skinny thing of the wall that I have it on. Like I don't have a lot of room. So. Well, you know, life is about, when it comes to this kind of stuff, life is about satisficing. I hate to admit it, but you, if you've got something that works... If this thing will run for 10 years, I will consider it money well spent. I was ready to spend like, quote unquote, big bucks. Like, to get back to what I was saying, like, I would, you know, I understand that we can have tons of cheap things all mm-hmm. made cheaply in different style choices. Like, this is an advance of civilization. Like, we have more options for more products. And the fact that they're all the same crappy clock under the covers, oh, well. But I don't want it to be at the cost of ever there ever being a good one. But then when I start looking at the good ones here for $300 as a clock, it's $300 no, I, because I, I, of... I, 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 because of everything except the mechanism. You turn around the $300 clock, yeah. it's the same five-cent piece of junk plastic Garbage. thing on the back. Garbage. It's like, are you kidding me? The Sony $300 guts. clock Sony doesn't guts. have, like, its own bespoke movement, as they call this it. This is the sound the of the leather man. Junk. This is the sound of the leather man that arrived today. Because I keep people keep moving my leather man. So I got this new one. I'm very satisfied with it because, you know, these things are pretty well-made. They feel good in your hand. This one is one a model I've never had before. But I'm already thinking it's it's like right in the sweet spot for what I want out of one of these things. And it has stuff like, you know, you can open the knife with your thumb. Pocket knives, like flashlights to me, are something where maybe like an iPad or in recent times like a Mac laptop, where just because you paid the most does not mean you get the thing that you wanted or needed. You, you need the thing. There's so much more to it than did I get the nicest one. Well, it depends. What do you consider nice? That's that's part of it. Yeah, it's like or, you or what are they charging for? Like... In the three hundred dollars clock, you could get, you could get a uh, you could get a Veblen clock that's deliberately and two mm-hmm. orders of magnitude more costly than you need just to say you did it. Right. The, the hands are gold, but the movement oh, they're is gold. 50 cents. They're, they're gold, not even golden. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is going to be a long now project for you. You put this on your squirrel list. You say, "Let's circle back to this." But I'm going to make this one of my seventy-three folders. I'll come back to this in a year's time and see where we are with this. I mean, when the damn clock stops, that's when I'll come back to it. Or my, it my other fear is that that it starts freaking out because of the AM signal and starts just changing its time randomly. Why separate knob? Why separate knob? Yeah, the other thing is <laughs> the switches in the back of this was that it, was say it AM, that, PM? Uh, they do time zone. Uh, what are the little buttons? Time zone say? They or say like, um, daylight savings? Uh, no, there's, a, there's two buttons. There's a slider for time zone that oh, says right. PM, PMCE, which is Pacific Mountain Central and East, right? So I slide that to East. Isn't PMCE where I live. E a kind of card for a computer that's pcmcia <sighs> okay. yeah um and then there's another button that says dst and off daylight savings time and off and okay. i have never in my life and continue not to know whether or when we are in daylight savings time or not so i have no idea what to set that switch to. oh like uh, continue to cancel yeah continue to cancel if you had a switch that said DST, maybe it's just telling me, will I adjust for daylight savings time? I don't know. I, don't I think know you're overthinking that a little to. bit. I think DST means it is currently daylight savings time and off means it's standard time. But it's supposed to set, it's an atomic clock. It's supposed to set itself from the AM radio signal. So why, that, what does that switch do? Dude, there's only one time zone. There is only one time zone. And guess what? Wake up. 
read a book. It's not the East Coast. Yeah. It's so the U- little text T- says C. There is UTC, and then there's all the T's and Z's uh, where you put a T or a Z to get mm-hmm. to the. There's only one time zone. Anyway, it says left means automatic daylight savings time adjustment, and right means no daylight saving time adjustment. In parentheses, Arizona. And I feel like the signal from AM radio. Who writes should manuals now, John? Who's writing these things? What the type it's, is it's very small on the back and of very the clock. poorly written. It's printed on the back of the clock. Anyway, <sighs> that's my clock. That's right. it. I hope it does well. It's running. It tells me the time. I do too, John. I want to, I want you to have this. I want you to get this victory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one teaser for future shows. You know what else I bought? No, I don't. I don't know. I'll find. I don't. Can't. I don't want to. I'm going to send you a link. Okay. Hang on. See, this is why we should number. We should number our topics. That way we can, we oh, can communicate I'm, I'm inside. Two things you might two things you might be interested it's in. It's always two things. One, with you. it is. Um, <gasps> oh, jeez, look at this one. This one, the Woofen. Did you see the Woofen 12-inch silent non-ticking wall clock with temperature and humidity silver? Oh, you probably don't like the Bazell. It's silent in scare quotes? Uh, you mean like double air quotes? No. Uh, the thing is, they don't have spaces between temperature and humidity, which is a shame. Let's see here. Oh! Okay. Are you excited about that? I All right. Anyway. Am. Yep. I'm not even going to say anything. Yep. So, uh, well, I'm going to say something. Uh, that I just sent him a picture of a faucet that I ordered. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. And uh, it's sitting in a box in my house. Until until you can uh, safely bring in a plumber. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, until I can bring in a plumber. Let's just leave the safe out of it. Look at the Woofen 12-inch silent non-ticking wall clock with temperature and humidity. Now, that bazelle is too big for you, right? You know I'm not into the temperature and humidity. And yeah, it's a little big. What in the hell are you talking about? Why would you not want to know what the humidity is? I don't. I don't want it. All right. And here's, here's the final the humidity one. Humidity tells gonna... you the, it's called relative humidity, and it's like how much how moist the air is, and it's expressed I, as a percentage. Why would you not want to know that? I know, I know. It's just not a thing that any of my life. All right. Here's the final one. I'm not going to say much more about this, but here's the other thing that I ordered. The weight of the, the problem with the Woofin is the size and weight deployed in the face numbers is inconsistent, and that's frustrating to me. I know what 12, 3, 6, and 9 mean. You don't need to make it bigger, just slightly bigger. Yeah, that's awful. That's worse than my clock. When I look at it, you're right. That's bad. And where you changed to, like, you changed from, like, <laughs> medium to, like, semi-bold for the ordinals, for the cardinals, I mean? I do like that, it's, I do like that it says woofen on the I like woofen. Because it's a silly word. It's W-O-O-P-H-E-N. Woofen. Right, and also, the, I like, I just, well, I'm not done with this you. yet. I also like the arms on it. The hands, as you say. They're all right. They're, well, they're they match not the letters. squared they, off. They match the numbers better. Yeah, but somebody tried, John. Somebody tried. Mm. What mm. I'm looking at here. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. No action, like the faucet, no action has oh. yet been taken. Dan tried, to, Dan tried to instruct me in the use of this type of item over the air last week. What would you call this? Are we allowed to say? Yeah, I just didn't know what to call it so people would know what I'm talking about. I think these are called electric, these are electric clippers for haircuts. There you go, like in a, like in a barber shop. Yeah, the, clippers. The, when mm-hmm. the barber has like a clipper. But they're electric, little, right? Back and forth, you little, yeah. No, see, here's, here's the thing, though, just so our listeners know, John, John's not a student of sound like I am. There's a big difference between zzzz and These, hmm. the electric boys, woof. You really want to get that torque. Is that what you call yeah, it, torque on like uh, on your like Cayenne? You want to have like high torque for your engine? Is that right? I, d- I didn't buy a fancy one. Uh, but it's electric, there are, right? like the fancy, fancy one. Yeah, it is well, electric. Well, I'm about to use the cat one. Dan was trying to talk me out of using the cat one. But the only electric one yeah. we have in the house, I have a Phillips beard trimmer I'm happy with, but I'm not about to use that. No, In this yeah. economy? But like I, I would try the cat one just to see. 
Yeah, the reason I got these clippers is because my hair situation is developing. Like, there's there's some, it's a situation. I don't like it. I have too much hair. You got the Wall Elite Pro. It's just a stupid wire cutter pick. Why don't you, like, just, why don't so you get like, oh, that. so it's the second cheapest one. You should get the Wall Elite Pro for the Enterprise. That's the really good one. Yeah, Pro Gold. God, um, wire cutter, wire cutter, man. How the mighty have fallen. It's in the house like Chekhov's Clippers, right? It's just there. Mm-hmm. Hanging over the fireplace but, like, in Act I, 1. I have always wanted to shave my head for for a long time, not always, but for for like decades I've wanted to shave my head because having hair having hair is annoying. John Syracuse, this this is like something like our 10th year of friendship, layers of an onion. You've always wanted to shave your head? Not always, 10 years or so, I would say. Because having hair is annoying and I am going bald and everyone who goes bald eventually just shaves their head and they seem so much happier for it and they spend less time in the shower. Ooh, I don't know, man. You might look like a seabird. Yes, exactly. But I also might look, I was thinking more of like a, a you know, oh, someone like a bird in a concentration of prey. Maybe camp. A bird like, of prey. Or like, like the, the prisoners in Alien 3, you know, with the, with the lice planet. Oh, that's like, a good look. That's I'm, a strong look. I'm pretty sure this look is going to be off on me, which is why I've never done it. But in my current situation... I want to buy one right now. I'm going to shave my head. Wall Elite Pro. I don't want to right go now. to a haircut place. Don't you worry about unevenness. I'm afraid oh, yeah, I'm going to no, look I, like... I'm afraid I'm going to look like Barry yes. Harkunin's Blood Boy. Exactly. Like, if you're lucky. if I, He had pretty even hair, the but Blood Boy. But I mean, boy. he also... It did, it did look like they deliberately gave him kind of a silly haircut. And the yeah, plug. That's what I think... That's what I'm afraid I'll look like best case. Mm. Like, that's like my best case scenario. My worst case is, I think, probably like the Life Planet people... But we're in a, currently in a situation where I don't see anybody. Yeah, I don't even turn on video. Well, on this my, looks pretty you know, easy to use. This is the conference wall professional thing. essentials combo with Taper 2000 Clipper and AC trimmer for fading, edging, and blending for beginning barbers, stylists, and artists. Model 8329. <laughs> I'm getting this. Temporarily out of stock? Be- yeah, I had, to buy my, I had to buy mine on eBay. You bought something to put on, in, or near your hair on eBay? It's new. I bought it new. Uh, new buy, just sort, sort by buy it now and just buy new. It's, I, I bought a Dark Phoenix, and it turned out it was used, and she's not going to be on my head. Well, this is sealed in the box, and I'm hoping it's fine. I bought a plenty of new things. Like, eBay is... He's yeah, mint you always go in the for box. Fil- filter, filter by... I know. Filter by buy it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, then, no, 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 no. I No, I'm not even going to go look at eBay. No, no. Nope. Anyway, that's what I got. All right, you good can for get you. I can't wait to see. It looks um, pretty. See, I just worry about blending. I worry about blending because I know it's harder than it seems. And I know that I feel like blending. I know that. That's ambitious. Ambitious, but also that cutting hair, it feels like one of those things where, like, if you want to do this one kind of thing, it's actually shockingly simple. The next level of difficulty, just one level up, if you go from like the red to the orange SRA, it's an order of magnitude more difficult. I think it's all difficult. And the worst part about it is you can't mm. do it to yourself. So you have to put it Not into someone all, else's hands. That was hands. part of the fun for me is I want to do it myself. But you can't. You can't see the back of your own head. That's true. I mean, you, you can do, do two mirrors, but like, no, you have, I'm going to have to hand this over to someone in my house. You ever try to do that to like back up a truck? You know how hard that is? It's really I hard to do. Up, I've backed up plenty of trucks. You know, tell me oh, I've backed up more trucks. trucks than you have hot meals. That's right. Mm. I've had, that's, in fact, that's how I broke one of the trucks. I was, Getting a I, hot was meal? I think I've told this story before. I'll tell it again. It's not really a story. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, Classic. Uh, <laughs> among, among the crew of my, uh, uh, of my best job I had, uh, ever had, asterisk except for the pay, uh, for the Suffolk County Parks this, Department. This, ah, this is where you get to drive the cart around, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But among the, the crew of, of, you know, college age people, uh, who work this job because they had some political connection like I did. That's how you get these jobs in county government. 
Um, I was the only one who could drive stick and the big dump truck was stick. And so here I am, one of the junior people on the crew driving the big dump truck because I'm the only one who can drive stick and I'm backing the truck up, backed up, backed up plenty of trucks, backed, <laughs> backed up a thousand young trucks. Um, and <laughs> I backed it, uh, you know, and I, was your McCloskey. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, and, and First I'm looking at the, the giant, the giant side view mirrors with the little curvy thing. I try to see where I'm going, but I didn't realize that at the back of this truck, like if you saw, there's the big dump truck part above, but then below there's like a little license plate surround with these two little poles sticking out of it. And on those two little poles are like two little reflectors. Uh-huh. It's like this, another sub assembly for these two little reflectory things down low. And I didn't know those were there. Wait, so they so extend beyond up, the box like part of the truck? Way below it. Like there's the box way up above, then you go down and the more like at eye level, there's the license. I'm sorry, I'm spacing out. What is, what is it? What is it for? It's just like it's like an eye level reflectors for like car because if a car is behind you, okay. like you have to have those little red reflectors, like sure, sure, so, sure, yeah, right, or the little ba- little red lights. I guess they were also the brake lights or whatever, and those have to be down at the level of normal cars, but the actual dump truck part is way up higher, right? So those are down on the sub assembly, but I didn't even know they were there, and I was backing up, and there was a stump behind me. I'm like, well, the, oh the no, back, you're the not thinking about that. Gonna, you're thinking about you're looking up. I'm, I'm thinking of the big dump truck. That's going to clear well, that. Clearance, no problem. Stump is, this stump yeah. is like two feet off the ground. And of course I just broke off the light assembly on the stump. Sorry about that. Suffolk County parks, a little bit of proper damage, but I was the only person who could drive stick. And so, yeah, imagine how much worse it would have been if somebody, somebody exactly, else they would have just driven it into a ditch or just not been able to get anywhere. At least I got the job done eventually. That's so difficult to do. I remember one time in, um, uh, after college, my, uh, helped my girlfriend move, one of her moves and we got a really like, you know, you ever do this, you show up at U-Haul and you're like, Oh, could I please have the, the N foot, uh, truck that we ordered? And invariably they go, we don't have that. Would you like the N times 1.5 truck? And you're like, actually I kind of wouldn't, but they're like, well, that's what we've got. And we'll give it for, to you for less. It's like, have you, have you ever gotten the truck you wanted at U-Haul? No. It was huge. It was so improbably big. It had the governor on it, which sucked. Like it was hard to, you had to drive really slow. Anyway, and I I had the worst time with that because it was the first time I tried to drive something like that. I did not know. I was not good at backing up. And I think in addition, it did have a trailer on it. And it was like, everything is so counterintuitive on top of which you are bigger in three dimensions than you've ever been as a vehicle. Like what you're describing here, it's not just that you're wider, although sure you're wider. It's not just that you're taller, you're taller. It's like you're every, you're just like, you're so big. And then on top of it all, you're in like an apartment complex, like trying to back out with a trailer. And like, it was just, it was so miserable. Like, like to me, like me tonight coming to the office, what did I have? I have, I have my backpack. Oh, sorry, for context. I'm coming down the chute into the kill zone. And so I have my backpack. I'm carrying my new guitar case, I'm carrying a grocery bag, and I f- oh, oh, and, uh, and a gallon of white vinegar. And so I'm going <clears> to <throat> segue to, to my office with these items. John, I'll see if I can pull up the video. Watching me try to get through the kill zone with all of those items, and it was really it was the guitar case that screwed me up. That's the thing where I kept, I was doing like a Laurel and Hardy ladder thing. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> Miserable. Suffolk County should be glad. You're they- bigger in three dimensions than you've ever been. Excuse me? I said you were bigger in three dimensions than you've ever been. Bigger in three dimensions than I've ever been. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm not, you know, I'm not eating as well as I would like. But I think Suffolk, Suffolk, Suffolk. Oh, please stop. Suffolk, Suffolk County should be glad they had you. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
Best job you ever had, except for the money. Uh, did I tell you? Did I tell you? I think I've told you all my Suffolk County stories. Here's another tiny one second story from Suffolk County that I've told before on the thing. At one point, with the uh, big guy, big guy named Mike, giant, <laughs> giant big guy, or, tears. He says, "Sir, sir." He was, he was giant. But anyway, I'll talk about him some other time. Uh, he was supervising us cutting, literally cutting trail. Like, like there was a trail through mm-hmm. the park that had become overgrown and it's a trail the horses go on. And so we were set upon it and had to cut back the growth on the trail. Right. Um, and so there we're cutting back on the trail. We got the big pole with the saw thing to cut the high up branches. And we got like axes and chainsaws and machetes and wow. gathering up all the stuff and putting it in the truck that we're driving along down the trail and we're cutting the trail and we get done doing that for after several hours because we're young mm-hmm. and mike the whole time is there he's mike is easily 300 pounds six foot something grizzly guy with a beard he's smoking the whole time with his plaid or this flannel shirt on mm-hmm. smoking while we do this walking down he's he's supervising us because he's the actual park employee and we're just a bunch of you know kids with the summer job <laughs> interns <laughs> yeah and we do this for hours and hours and we get done with it, and he says, you know, I don't care what people say about you. You guys do good work. Huh. And it that bounced back and forth in my head like 300 times in a second to say, sarcasm, earnest, sarcasm, earnest, sarcasm, earnest, sarcasm, earnest, sarcasm, earnest. But to me, the obvious question is, what, what, what do people say about us? I couldn't tell if he was being earnest that he mm-hmm. thought we did a good job or he was being sarcastic, which he did all the time and basically telling us that we're chumps. It landed hmm. on Ernest. So after a long day of work, the big burly mean guy at work, who was actually a big soft teddy bear, told hmm. us that we did good work. And I carry that with me to this day. That once the big burly guy in the parks department told us all, a bunch of 19, 20 year olds, that we did good work cutting trail. Man, you deserved that, man. You had it coming. You work hard. I think so too. Your work ethic, your work ethic is very good. Listen, nobody relaxes like you relax. Nobody unhooks from work like you unhook from work but you you deserve that good for you yeah i I deserve that because that was the same summer that i went to work with like tonsillitis and uh chopped wood for two hours with tonsillitis in my sweatpants tonsillitis wasn't in my sweatpants i was in my sweatpants while i had tonsillitis and a raging fever and (laughs) tonsillitis got in my sweatpants i'll never know Worse and more diverse. diverse. Zzz, zzz.